0: Welcome to another episode of Inspirato Projecto. Many of you know that on November 9th, the Irish Aviation Authority... uh, Well, apparently now the Irish Aviation Authority, they, they began investigating UFO sightings reported by a number of planes over Ireland. So, on November 9th, at around 7.40, the pilot of British Airways flight number... BA94 from Montreal contacted Shannon Air Traffic Control to ask if there were military exercises taking place in the airspace through which her Boeing 787 was passing. So, here we go. Let's take a listen to this. This is uh, straight out of the um, straight out of their over the radio of this UFO sighting. So, here we go. Let's check it out. Uh, Channel Three,
1: the Nine Four. Go ahead. There any uh, military traffic you've got right now? Three four decimal two six zero. One three four decimal two six six about 25 five confirm.
2: Yep. So. Okay, sir. There's uh, there's nothing showing on either primary or secondary moving so fast, it's actually 10mm of the sea, but yes. Yeah, 990. 5 by 5, thank you. Uh, Alongside you? Yeah. Yes. We have to uh, come up on our left hand side and rapidly veer to the north. Being uh, so bright light, and then it's just at a very high speed. And am seriously just wondering, he didn't think it was a uh, likely to course, he was just wondering what that could be. Meteor or another object making some kind of re entry. It to be multiple objects following the same sort of the trajectory, so uh, very bright, where we were. Okay,
1: that's copied, and uh, is there a direction it was going in or anything? That's right, it's copied, thank you. Uh,
2: the Virgin 76 uh, also saw that in our uh, 11 o'clock position, uh, two bright lights. Roger, that's copied, thank you. That wasn't just me. That on there, thank you. Speedbird 94, Shannon. I'm Dennis. Okay, just so you know, the, the other aircraft in the air have also reported the same thing, so we're going to have a look and see.
0: So there you go, these folks uh, came across something up in the sky. And there you have it. I'm watching a video on Twitter right now. And uh, it says, What? UFO? And it's crazy. Oh my god. This video is astonishing. First, these two lights just start start dropping. Like they look like they're falling out of the sky. Look at, they're moving along. Oh, and then, okay, so there's one moving along. Another one appears out of it, and all of a sudden they start going curving, curving down, moving down. There are all these people on the beach looking at this now. Curving down, they stop, they stop in midair, and then another one forms, another one forms. They just appeared out of just invisibility, four of them. Oh my god. This is crazy. Incredible. Wow, wow. I had an incredible conversation with Reverend Mark today. I learned a lot about him that I wondered about. And now things were, in addition to being confirmed, they were super confirmed. Extra things were added upon what I was curious about. Uh, this guy has done exorcisms. He uh, is basically kind of like a Ghostbuster. Like he can banish bad ghosts in areas. Uh, he can dream travel. He's been abducted. He I, he's got a lot of stories, and so he's just now starting to tell these stories to people always seemed like, in all my interactions with him, it seemed like there was something else hiding up the sleeve. Something that he was just reluctant to say. Now, I'm seeing maybe this is what it is. Now it's time to talk about these. It's time to talk about this stuff. Now's the time. So, now's the time. Now's the time. Now's the time. To tell your story. How's the time? How's the time, Reverend Mark? Ideally, I'll have him on the podcast talking about it. Or the radio show. Either way. Either way, he's ready to tell his stories. I'm ready to have him share them. I'm ready to be astonished. I'm ready to share that astonishment with you. I'm ready for you to be equally astonished etc etc and so forth all the way down the line i just learned some puzzling news about platagon.com this reminds me of what happened at bitstrips.com bitstrips was a site where you could you could create your own comics on it and oh i loved it i loved it it was so fun to translate my art style into this kind of program oh man i had so much fun and then uh they ended up selling the app to, or making an app out of it or something, and then selling it to F- Facebook. And then that's where we got to see all of those cartoons that people had on their banners and everything, on their cover photos. That was that was BitStrips. And now BitStrips, what it used to be, no longer exists. Now, then I ended up finding Plotagon, which is an animation site where you can animate stuff, add voices, well... Now, Platagon seems to be turning in this direction. Looks like they're going to start charging forty-two bucks a month or five hundred dollars a year for companies to utilize this. And I mean, so much of our stuff is saved on here. So I gotta, I gotta go. Um, I gotta download all this stuff. I mean, these are archives here. So crazy! I want to utilize Platagon for uh, the Bagani film. So crazy that it's that it's disappearing. This just teaches me so much about you know nothing. The everything moves. Everything changes. Everything morphs. It does not always stay the same. And this is why that take you know that whole phrase of like taking things for granted is so true. I mean it's we cannot take stuff for granted. You don't know how long it's gonna stick around. looks like they're giving us until december thirty first to download this stuff. I don't know if that means that the rest of it's gonna disappear or what, but this is so strange i'll uh, for those of you who were on Plotagon, I would suggest get on there now. Log in uh, uh, and download your stuff. That's the newest news update. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto.
2: Here's your fun fact. The blinking light at the top of the Capitol Records Tower spells out the word Hollywood in Morse code, and it has done so since the building's opening in 1956. Stay tuned to Inspirato Projecto for more fun facts. Today
0: is another day filled with mysteries, unknown surprises, exciting synchronicities, and plenty of opportunities for hearing lots of great news and creating lots of great news. Become the media. Create the news. Create the news. Display your imagination. Give your imagination a chance. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. Imagine the, Imagine this. Imagine the imagination is a very excited kid who's so happy to ride all the rides. And you could just let them go free at Disneyland. They want to eat all the candy, eat all the food they want. Let them go. Unbridled. No leashes. Just, whew, That's imagination right there. Unbridled joy. I saw that term earlier today on Twitter. Something about... Unbridled joy, and it made me realize how often do we hear people discussing what they are unbridledly joyful for, or joyfully, unbridledly <laughs> pursuing, or allowing to flow through them, as it were. How often do we hear those discussions of unbridled joy? When was the last time you had a discussion about your unbridled joy? What are you joyful about? What is your unbridled joy? Is it chocolate? Is it collecting shoes? Is it jumping out of airplanes? Is it swimming? Is it climbing trees? Is it jump roping? Is it painting? Is it playing Uno? What could it be? What is it? What is that unbridled joy of yours? That might be something fun to write down. Unbridled joy. Write down what you are unbridledly joyful for. What is it? Write it down. It'd be very interesting to find out what that is for you to look at and look at and just digest it. That's the mirror that's looking back at you. That's the mirror you're looking back at you. Interesting. Interesting. This, this thought uh, popped into my brain is that... Uh, the folks in our lives, if we are to be, if we are to continue to play with the idea that the people in our lives are different reflections of ourselves, different aspects of ourselves, then certainly, what that must, what that means is that when, when there's a, an unfavorable uh, 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 interaction that we might have with someone out there in the world, something where, you know, there's some argument occurring, some kind of, some kind of uh, 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 friction going on there's that. What is that friction? Well, if we are to believe that every person is a, fra- is a fraction of ourselves, is, a sp- is a, uh, uh, another mirror of our b- dazzling prism, then what that means is the thing that we are uh, uh, itchy about is the itch that we need to scratch uh, with our, ourself. We hear about this all the time. So it's it's what it's doing is it's giving us it's showing us a nearer reflection of the things that we have not yet worked out with ourselves. Issues that we have not yet neutralized, so to speak, and and ironed out all the wrinkles of, taken all the electricity out of. That's a thing. We wanna we wanna take all that electricity uh, that's held within those particular memories that are not serving us, that are not moving us forward. Because that energy that's trapped in there, I mean, that's energy that could be unlocked and utilized towards areas that will just really, really work out well for us. So every time we come across something like that, We now are given an opportunity to look back into our brains and go, why am I having an issue with this? Why is this popular phrase now, trigger? Why is this triggering me? And you can go, oh, that's right. And you lead it back to that time where you had that kind of confrontation, where you didn't like that. Now you can sort of confront that demon. You're looking at that thing in the mirror. Now you're you're able to give it love and go, okay, that happened. Let's get past it. Because, uh, because otherwise, what's happening is having, having those those pieces of th- that weight. You know, having those pieces of, um, yeah, that you're de- that you're dealing with there. Those are blockades. Those are things that are that are that are holding the light from really shining through, from really blasting through. And as you know, when all channels are open, it just can just flow. It can just blast to open so um, it's like this, it's a light switch on, off, yes, no when it's dark you don't see anything, you're bumping into stuff stubbing your toe, cracking your skull Uh, yes we're turning the light on, now you've got current flowing through And I get current flowing through. The more yeses, the more light, the brighter, the faster it can go through. I will talk more about this later as I am now nearing... uh, uh, We're going to go pay some rent.
2: It's Superhero, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto
0: so I just uh, stopped at the uh, pet store to get some special treats, um, and I always like to ask them if they happen to have samples in there, wow, nice cat food samples, and, uh, and they give them to me, which is awesome. And so I was uh, asking a lady, I said, hey, do you have any animals? She said, oh yeah, I've got some dogs.
2: I have some dogs and uh, I have a couple of birds.
0: And I'm like, what? You have birds. What kind of birds?
2: I have a parrot and a a parakeet.
0: And I'm like, okay, do these things talk? She says,
2: yes, one of them does.
0: And I said, have they ever said anything to you that freaks you out? Anything that, you know, you're just going, wait, what did you just say?
2: And she said, this one time I was coming into, it was late at night, and I was going down the stairs, and uh, I hear this, watch out, watch out. And he scared me. He scared me. And it was, it was the the bird, and he just went back to eating his food. And I thought, this is crazy. Your bird, your bird played a prank on you. Yes, that bird, I think he did that because the, the bird, the, the, that bird never liked me. That bird never liked me.
0: Oh, so you think it was, it was... Uh It was, it was, it, so it totally was. Prankster playing a hoax on you.
2: Yes, I think, um, I think the bird was very, I think the bird was just very smart with what it was doing. It was trying to, um, ask, scare me, and uh, I think it make me go, ah, and run into, into my room, and back to, to, to the bedroom. Uh, where I keep uh, the uh, flamethrower, you know, this thing is a... Uh... Flamethrower? Yeah, it's um Yes.
0: Oh. A flamethrower?
2: Yeah, I keep the... So the flamethrower is under my bed. As I run out there, I grab my flamethrower and I said, Okay, you, you burglar. Okay, you burglar. I'm going to see you in my whole house on fire. And the bird is just chuckling. The bird bird in the cage was, it was just chuckling. It was just chuckling there. It was eating uh, his uh, sunflower seeds and daughter, uh, bird food, and he's just chuckling at me. I don't know why this bird hates me so much. I give it food, I give it love, I give it attention. I even made it out of this cage once in a while.
0: And so you ran down there with your flamethrower.
2: I say, yes, you burglar, you were out of my house, you bandits, you midnight bandits, get out of this house here.
0: And where? So you didn't see anyone then?
2: No, I didn't see anybody. But I tell you, it's uh, it scared me. I feel I have a large, a uh, grande, uh, a blood, pre- blood pressure. His blood pressure.
0: Oh, the blood pressure.
2: See. Si.
0: Wow. So you, you you scared him away with the flamethrower?
2: No, there is no bandit in the house. It was the bird.
0: Oh, yeah, right, right, right. The bird. bird daddy? Yeah,
2: the bird did all by himself.
0: That is... It's amazing. So, um, what did you do then?
2: Well, I since I was near, near the kitchen... I was right there near the kitchen because the stairs they come right down past the, the kitchen and the bird is right there in the kitchen.
0: Oh, gotcha.
2: Yeah, so I figure I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a sandwich. A burrito sandwich.
0: What's a burrito sandwich?
2: Well, it's just like what you think it might be. You, but you make your, 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 your tamale, and then you eat the burrito, in the burrito, and then you, you you put it in between two pieces of bread, and there you go, you got your burrito sandwich. You put a little sandwich, you know. Oh, sounds good. Yeah, so I had the burrito sandwich, and then I uh, go upstairs, put my thrower flame, flame away, and I uh, go to sleep.
0: That is an incredible... Incredible story. Alright, we're about to take the Oliver and Gonzo down the hallway. You guys ready? You guys ready to go for a little, little jaunt? Come on, you gotta move out of the way. You gotta give me space to open the door. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta give me space here to open the door. Hold on, you don't have to squeeze through. Just let me open the door. There you go. Alright, guys. We're free.
2: Let's go. Let's go for a little walk. Hmm? those sounds?
0: What are those sounds? What are those crazy sounds? I can give you a play-by-play here, Oliver. Every time I make him make a step forward, he runs forward three or four steps. Then he looks behind him to see if I'm following him. Kanzo, Kanzo's behind me. Alright, we're going down the hallway. Which way are you going? You're going off to the left, cool. Okay. All right. Yeah, look at that, big sunbeam. Big sunbeam. That's cool, huh? I got a note this time, Eleven eleven. ooh, 11-11 a.m., I gotta remember this big old sunbeam comes through this window. That's cool. Gonzo, hi.
2: Yeah, look at you guys. It's
0: quite quite an exploration, isn't it? Don't, don't, go, don't go down the stairwell. Nope. I smell garlic in the hallways. Come on, guys. Let's let's get let's get out of this hallway. Let's get out, get out of the stairwell. Let's get out of the stairwell. This way. Come here! No, 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 nope, nope. Shit. no, Shit! Don't go upstairs here! Nope, shit. No! Shit! Don't go upstairs! Don't go upstairs! Come here! Oh, I'm finding the source of that good smell. It's right up here on the third floor. Okay, here we go. Come on. Guys keep wanting to go up that staircase. I can't do that. We're not doing that one today. I think that's a two-human job. That's a two-human job. Okay, hold on. In there we go. In we go. In we go. Wonderful journey time. Oh, wonderful journey time. Thank you at-home viewers for following us along in this very harrowing episode of Hallway Investigations, brought to you by Inspirato Projecto and Associates and Affiliates.
2: The propaganda and agitation drones of the Meclown clown marketing department have for years uh, led us to believe the notion that meat clown itself has been ingrained into our genetics ever since a very specific moment in our evolution as a species. Primitive human, Fatigued from a hungry day of hunting, finally satiated by a belly of delicious, freshly cooked meat product, begins to act a fool. And the rest is history. The Meat Clown Meat Solution. Not the first, won't be the last. But the reality of it is, you can order anytime from www.meatclownbuttons.bigcartel.com. It's Meat Clown Approved.
0: So the whole, the whole thing in the winery is that people go there and they, they yeah, are around these her, exotic like, animals or something? Yeah, this
1: girl at work was telling me about it. She's like, oh, I thought that was kind of a cool idea. She's like, even though I'm kind of like against that, you know, the wild animals being, um, you know, enclosed like that. And she's like, and then I found out through my friend that they said they evacuated their animals and they didn't. And the fire came pretty close to it. And they just left the giraffe behind like that. I don't know if they left any other animals. But
0: That's crazy.
1: But it's like, if you're going to take that responsibility, you should have, you should know that there's fires out here and you should have some kind of evacuation, you know, procedure for emergencies.
0: Uh, Yeah. And there should be some kind of, like, I feel like there's just should be some kind of consequence to the people who leave, who do something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, like, I mean, I wonder if PETA knows about this. Sure. I mean, what do you, you know, like, what's the consequence? It's like something they already did. You know, they can always say, well, the draft didn't die. See, the draft didn't yeah. die. And they're like, dude, yeah. <laughs> like, you left the draft there with these blazing fires around. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that's crazy. That's that's even allowed. The draft should be taken away from them, really. Yeah, yeah, but it's you. Wow, man. So when you hear stuff like this, it's just so. Folks, please send emails. Uh, There's a... I forgot where this petition went. Henry the Giraffe. It's floating around on Facebook. Henry the Giraffe. They left him there. They evacuated a lot of animals, left him there while the fires blazed out here in California. folks are there's some talk out there about these energy weapons that they've been attaching to the noses of airplanes and uh there's something going on these fires if you see some of these fires the fires are houses not even necessarily even i mean there there are there are those parts where it is the the land as well However, it's like a lot of houses. There are a lot of a lot of interesting photos out there of uh bird's eye views of these house of these of these places that were burned by the fire, but only the houses are burned. And there's like all this greenery around them and stuff. There are, are obviously those places where the whole forests were burned down. And the murmuring is that uh I guess there was this train bullet train that they want to build i guess that's supposed to go from the UK out to here out to Los Angeles or something or is that from New York to Los Angeles there's there's a specific path the exact path people have discovered is where these fires were the path that they that they plan on building this bullet train um very suspicious stuff out there so I guess the question is, when we hear news like this, when things like this happen, how does this affect our personal reality paradigm experience? When we let that information in and then we define how we feel about that information, what then? One might wonder, if we are the architects of our reality experience, why do we offer ourselves? Why would we choose? that? This would be an interesting question to 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 go down the rabbit hole of why why would we choose why would our higher minds choose to give this particular avatar in this life why would they choose to give them these kinds of stories to hear this kinds of this kind of news to read is there a craving does it stir something within us? Is there a, is there a certain craving that we have for hearing bad news? What if we were only given the good news? What if we were only given the all the excitements, all the discoveries, all the curiosities that were that were that were pursued and 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 followed and given birth to? Would people, would do you think that'd be fun? It'd be seeing, see fun to see how the populace would react. Would they go, oh yeah, this is nice, but I want something different. As we've been talking a lot, you know, every dog has its day. Uh, this will come to pass. What I've noticed is there will be an overcompensation once, once a certain, see, this is interesting once a, once enough people of a particular let's say identity or a particular um, group culture whatever you get enough of them they protest 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 then that start ra- starts raising questions in other people's brains they see that oh what's that hmm oh maybe i sh- maybe i should think about that hmm Oh, that's a, that's a lens. That's perspective. Hmm, I haven't, you know, I'm feeling lost in my life. I need a, a an identity to latch onto. Let's do that. Let's do that. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. Lean heavily into this thing. Now, what happens is media starts seeing stuff like this. And they go, oh, there's a lot of momentum moving in this direction. Let's start plugging that into this. The news starts reporting more of it. Ba, 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 ba. Then people start figuring out ways of making money off it and so they start going in that direction oh this particular group there's not enough you know movies with these with these folks enough of them let's put more of them into these movies let's make it really apparent that we really care about this let's let's raise our virtue signal as loud as we can let's screech it let's screech that virtue signal see we stand up for the marginalized see we stand up for the if you think about it, any sort of any sort of obsession, uh, 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 geek outery, um, is 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 a marginalized thing until it becomes more apparent. When is something not marginalized? When it when what 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 is the moment where the marginalized becomes the completely apparent? More and more and more more directions are moved into that direction more and more more and more more interest goes in that direction momentum builds momentum builds and before you know it, the world is now paying major attention to it. One of the big things I've noticed is that uh through the years I've noticed how more bizarre more like YouTube, I'll see commercials on YouTube, or if I'm over at someone's house and they happen, if, you know, it's a Super Bowl party, we see those commercials. I've noticed these commercials, this media has has gotten more and more surreal, more and more absurd, more and more embrasive, embrasive. Don't be invasive, be embrasive. (laughs) Don't be invasive, be embrasive. Embrace of re of of surreality, of absurdity. A lot more unapologetic things that are just happening. Look at what's going on with Adult Swim. Adult Swim is really flying the freak flag on that one. Boop, 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 boop. Beacon, beaconizers, the beaconizers, the bellwethers. The bellwethers. The bellwethers. The bellwethers. It's like, ring, 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 I've noticed this. And at first, folks are like, yeah, I hear it, but I'm not listening. And then, you know, eventually someone goes over there. Like, okay, well, let me see what's going on over here. Oh, what is this? And then other people go, hey, what's that? There's someone over there looking at something. Hey, I'm going to go over there. you got two or three people now. And then someone else goes, hey, what's that? Oh, i got to see that. got to go over there. Everything is a, quote, marginalized, unquote, thing. Marginalized, marginalized, hmm. Marginalized. I had a discussion with Philly Ocean about this before, about accents, accents, dialects. I love the different sounds that voices can make. I love it. Enya? Oh my god, I would blast that on the. When I lived, when I was going to. Uh, Columbia College, holy cow, Enya, all those voices. I, I just love melodies. and I loved my accents and dial, dialects class at Columbia College. Susan Philpot, she taught us all about that stuff. I loved it. Greek, this is the closest Greek Greek kind of accent. It's a terracotta bazzine. Uh, one side is bigger than the other. The, the one side... The one side is bigger than the other. He said terracotta they This one side is bigger than the other. <laughs> oh, it was so fun. It was so fun stretching those. And I've always loved doing impressions. It's just so much fun. It's so much fun. So, having said that, if that accent is... If particular accents... See, it seems like there are particular accents that are okay. They're just fine. I could be like, "Hello there, give me my tea and crumpets," and you—you you will not like. I don't think I've ever seen protests from the Brits going. We don't all love our tea and
3: crumpets. This is very, you know, stereotypical. We don't always love our tea and crumpets.
0: Preposterous, quite preposterous. Mm. Uh, Irish always made fun of for, for drinking too much. I haven't seen protests for that saying, we don't all love to drink. I haven't seen, um, you know, so we can get away with with doing certain accents. Yo, hey, Jimmy, hey, Jimmy, what the fuck are you doing, Jimmy? Hey, Jimmy, hey, Jimmy, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm from New York. Right, we can do that all day long. We're not going to have New Yorkers going, hey, we don't all talk like that. So, or hipsters, right? We haven't had any protests from hipsters. People, there's always like the new thing to take a dump on. Until at some point, those people then protest. What have you, whatever. Germans, I'm German. I hear the terrible things people say about Germany or Germans. You know, they all want to assume that we're Nazis. I haven't protested yet. You know, so I asked Phil, I said, well, what accents are the ones where, you know, at what time does it be, at what point does it become dicey territory? Do people start saying you racist or, you know, you shouldn't do that? He's like, well, I think it's probably the societies that are marginalized. And so that made me wonder, okay, at what point do we define a society as marginalized? At what point do they want to start? making an agreement that they're marginalized. What's the value of of viewing yourself as marginalized? What's the value in that? I wonder. Um, Since we're all from the great beyond, we all have the capabilities of doing astounding things. Now, yes, I'm saying this here, sitting here, and I'm not living in some crazy third world country where there are bombs and all kinds of crazy stuff going on around me. However, I'd like to believe that if the universe works this way for me here, it works, works for everyone everywhere. And that, you know, as difficult as it may seem in their realities, they would still, you know, there, 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 there there would still exist the possibilities of them getting out of those situations things coming about that could lift them out of that that sort of reality situation. So, what is, wh- when, when do we define something as marginalized? All the unseen things too, because there are buttloads of unseen things that we don't know about. For instance, I was reading about. There's a whole culture. It was brought to my attention. Uh, one of my clown representatives went to this bizarre. This. I don't know if it was a festival or what. It, they blocked off a particular street in San Francisco. And uh, he happened to be in town. And uh, his. His wife goes, "Hey, well, let's let's go check this thing out." So they went went down the street and they went to go check it out for this you know, all kinds of things. I mean, it's like, it was like all kinds of fetishes, all kinds of, uh, uh, just, you know, the, the, the deepest sort of darkest stretches of the brain in all kinds of directions. He said there was a part where he walked past this area and it stunk so bad. And he's like, what the hell? And he realized it was an area. There's a whole culture of people out there who wear diapers, who dress like babies, um, there are companies that make these adult diapers, you know, uh, because these people want to—they want to act like babies. They want to poop in their pants and all this stuff. Uh, there are people on Twitter. I—I I was like, "Is this really something?" So I went down a rabbit hole, and sure enough, there are. This is happening. I don't see protests from those folks saying, "Hey, you know, we have rights too. We want to be able to walk around." That's no fair. It says no shirt, no shoes, no service. Well, guess what. I am a baby man. I'm a baby man and this is my baby wife, baby woman wife. I'm a baby man. I'm a baby man husband to this baby woman wife. And we wear diapers. And we go barefooties. And we and we go nakey. We nakey. We no wear shirties. <laughs> Uh see at what point is a group okay to be not made fun of? These these, these are the th- these are the things one thinks about. Now, how much do we think about this stuff? How much do we want to think about this stuff? Um Do we want to constantly walk through life not showing giving offering people offering others reflections to, to see reflections of themselves that they can now choose to either confront. Like, is it a point of like, let's see, how, sh- how should I put it? So let's say, okay, so here, here, let's say, let's say you got people on Saturday Night Live making fun of the the people who wear diapers. And, uh, they want to be tucked in and they, they sleep in a bed that looks like a big crib and, Whatever, go down the big rabbit hole as far as as you want. They got big stuffed animals, all this stuff. Um, if for it's it's for some point, I'm sure it'd be okay to make you know joke about it. Make light of a situation. This was what happens when we come across things that we just can't wrap our brains around, or that are surreal to us, or a in- perspective that just doesn't go. It's just like a putting a triangle under the square, whole kind of thing. So that happens now. I got a couple of things here. Number one. Number one that group okay so let's say a person who wears diapers all the time sleeps in the bed in the in the crib they hear these you know someone making light of this situation that person who wears the diapers can either go they can actually look at that information and they embrace it and they go wow that's actually true that's very true yeah all the stuff you're saying is true yeah yeah and there there you go no offense no offense taken why because they embrace they go yeah I do wear diapers. Yeah, I do crap in my pants. Yeah, I do walk around barefoot. Yeah, I do. That's something that I do, and they own up to it. Um, now they're like, yeah. Now what they've done is they've taken that power away from those who go. I can't. I can't wrap my brain around that. That's just crazy. There you go. No more issues. No more issues. Now, the next thing I want to know is if those people never if th- that group never stands up and says, Hey, you know, you gotta accept us for what we are, and we wanna we wanna be able to walk around in you know, wherever we want in America, bare chested, barefoot, in you know, I notice your um I notice that you're, uh, you don't make accommodations for people who ride in strollers. Like, yeah, I like your bar and all, but where do we park my stroller? Where Where are we going to park my stroller? There's no room here. I don't, like, you need to accommodate me. I also want to see, in bathrooms, I want to see baby changing stations. Where... Big enough for me, because you guys don't have them big enough. If you even have a, a baby changing station, but if you do have one, chances are it's too small. It's not going to fit me. That's that's a newborn, you know. That's a kid who kid who's still wearing diapers. That ain't me. That ain't my thing. I got a different thing going on. I'm a human, and I poopy in, and I poopy in my diapies. <laughs> I need a baby changing sta- a baby man changing station here in this all. All genders allowed bathroom. I need my baby change station. It's my right. I identify with five years. Five with uh two, two years old. I identify with two years old. Me 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 likey two years old. me likey. I'm curious if they talk to each other in the baby in the baby language. So their language they've hmm. I can imagine so they they successfully boil down their language to just ba ka ta la ba na. Sa fa. Just you know? So at what point does does that kind of become marginalized? So it brings me to this idea of, like, what is, quote, okay? What are you going to get yelled at and what are you going to not get yelled at when you're impersonating things? If I'm talking like this,
2: Hello there.
4: Oh, I'm looking for me gold. I'm looking for me gold.
3: Have you got me gold for me? I followed the rainbow. Now
0: I need me gold. Huh? Where's me gold? Hey. Where's me gold? And while we're at it, where's me pint? <laughs> oh, right. The pint of me going here is to have a pint. The pint of me following this rainbow is to grab me gold and have a pint. The pint of it is to have a pint, have a pint. Oh, the first round is on me. The first round is on me when I go to the pub. Right? I got me gold. The golden bars here. I take wit, with me to the uh, to the pub. To the pub. I'll I pay for everyone's. Pay for everyone's pilsners, right? Pay for their pints. That's cool. Now, if I'm like, <clears throat> if
1: this is is this, will this offend you? So like, I was like standing there, like in this park, right? And like we're hanging out, having a barbecue, having like this party out there, right, on a Sunday, right. So, like, my friend, he said to me, he's like, you go out there, you get the frisbee, and, like, we're going to be, like, like playing frisbee in this this big field here, right? So I say, okay, that sounds good, right? So I grab my, my tecate, and I go out there, and we're, like, throwing these frisbee.
0: Is that one okay? Is this one okay? Now,
3: one time... You're really going to like this story. You're really going to like this story. One time I was climbing a tree, right? This was a tall tree. Now, this was a real tall tree. (laughs) And I'm going up that tree. And I'm going branch by branch, leaf by leaf, branch by branch, limb by limb. And by gone by golly, I get to the top of that tree. And I'm looking out the top, and I'm going, I'm on top of the world. Right then, I hear a and I'm bouncing
1: all the way down that tree. I'm going, am I going to live this one, or am I going to die this one? Yeah.
0: So, is that accent okay?
1: How about this one here? Is this accent here okay for me to talk here? Is this one here? Would you like a donut here? Donut here, this one, this crispy donut here, this one have sprinkly flavors here. Okay, so this, this donut here, this one here, it tastes very good when you, when, you, when you dip this kind of donut into the coffee. Do you like this coffee? You dip it into the coffee. And you soap it up like a like a sponge, okay? And you uh, and, uh, you dip it in there, and uh, when you dip it in there, you uh, you sponge it, right? You sponge it with the coffee, and then you drink. And then you drink. It. You you. It's like it's like you it's like you. Uh, uh, eating your drink you it's like you it's like you 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 are eating your drink is that accent okay is this one all right is this one all right ah <clears throat> uh,
0: how about this one
2: let's see let's see, let's see.
0: Can't even think of another good one, man. Oh,
5: here's one. Okay, so you guys are probably wondering. You guys are probably wondering what, what, where did I go to school? Where I went to school. Over there in Amsterdam, in the red light district. And growing up over there, I found, uh, I found it. Many of the girls I grew up going to school with. A lot of those girls, they ended up uh, working on the red light district, on over there. And it would, uh, I would start wondering, who? Why is this lady going over here? Right? In that. You you have a good job uh, working at the at the McDonald's. It's, so why are you going over here to this, to this red light district? Uh, I mean, do you like tourists or something? Do you like tourists or something?
0: So that one's okay, right? Is that one okay? How about this one? <clears throat> Yo,
3: so I was like kicking it with my homies, right? We was like breakdancing. On-con, on-con. We was like breakdancing. I put down a beat. I'm going. And then all of a sudden, yo, what's up? This is your friend, Ice-T. Boy, have I got some crazy, crazy shit for you. My buddy here, what's your name? Harlem. Okay, that's my buddy Harlem. We're out here breakdancing. All right, boys, get down to it. I'm a breakdancing maniac. I'm a break. I'm a break. I'm a break. I'm a break. Breakdancing. Break. Break. Breakdancing. A break, breakdancing break, break break maniac. Yo, I love me. I love me, my wife Coco. Yo, yo, I love me, my wife Coco. I got to tell you, even though my name's iced tea, I do like to drink a warm tea every once in a while. I like to put some lemon on it, and boy, do I love me my honey. But ain't ain't no my, ain't no ain't no amount of honey I put on that ice on that iced tea uh, on that hot tea ain't no amount of honey that just ain't gonna compare with the sweetness of my lady cocoa. No, no. I'd be loco. I'd be loco if I didn't say that about Coco.
0: Is that accent okay? Is that accent okay? How about this one? Uh,
4: this uh, one time I was uh, walking th- uh, through uh, the um, Eiffel Tower, right? I was, um, I was, um, Walking through the Eiffel Tower, and uh, the uh, the, tu- the tourist uh, was there, and uh, he said, uh, he said, uh, "Philip," and I said, oui, And uh, he said, "Philip, um, would you like, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, w- would you like uh, uh, Danish, right?" And I said I like this Danish, right? It uh, uh, feels feels uh, very very good. It feels very good to uh, to eat this Danish, uh, because because uh, the Danish is so very uh, flaky, right? It's very very flaky, and. Uh, and uh, it it uh, crumbles. It crumbles in the finger um, when you you take it apart. You can you can uh, b- it pull. You, you you can pull uh, the uh, the um, uh, uh, the pastry. Yeah, okay, right? The pastry. Yeah. you, uh, you pull it apart. Uh, yeah, yeah. And before, before you know it, you are chewing on it, and it tastes so good. Okay, it tastes so good. You're you're, you are, chew, you are, you are uh, chewing on it, a munch, 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 and it tastes so good. Okay, it tastes very, very good. And then, and then you, you just wash it down, right? You just wash it down with uh, the the baguette, Okay. You wash it right down. Uh, little... Um, un peu uh, le sucre. Uh, oui. Uh, un peu uh, le, uh, le, le sucre. Un... Un feuille de papier. Un feuille de... A uh, uh, pastry. Uh, uh, if you uh, understand
0: uh, what this uh, saying, so okay. Out of all of those, which ones are okay to do?
1: It's a quiz show.
0: Which accents are okay to do? Which dialects are okay for you? Which accents? <laughs> which? which-, which- Check sense are okay to do Wait. which accents are okay okay okay, 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 okay to do do okay to do okay to do which accents okay to do which dialects are the good which dialects are the best ones for you hold on there's something there that I'm missing oh yeah what's that you're breaking my heart you're breaking my heart what is that where did that come from Sprottle Projecto at gmail.com. If you happen to know, if you happen to know, tu, bu, bu, you're breaking, you're breaking my heart. Oh, yeah, you're, break,
2: you're
0: breaking my you, uh, are Oh, man. Oh, uh, man. Uh, uh. anyway. it's good (laughs) there we go Best ones for you, best ones for you. There we go. Four thirty two HZ, baby. Which accents are okay? do which dialects are the best ones for you Do you feel Specialized What makes you Want to fight back <laughs> I don't know. Who knows Which accents Are okay to Do Which accents Are the best ones you